Praise the Lord. It's a great blessing to me once again to come to First Baptist Church. I was here in the year 2004 first, and then it is my fifth or sixth time to come here to share what God has been doing in the ministries in India with the precious prayers and support of all you people in Mount Chester. It is so awesome. I just say one thing, how God blessed the ministry in India is. In the year 2004, uh, I started the orphanage with one child with the help of the Point Dexter's family. Today, God blessed our ministries with the support of all you people to help 50 orphan children and now our school is giving education to 290 people. And uh, thank you. 20 widows are being cared. 30 leper families are getting regular help. Nearly 900 to 1,000 people are getting free medical care every month. One thing, one word I say, it is not me who did all these things. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. And in the year 2004, when I was here, our church members are like 40 to 50. Today, God blessed the church with four services and nearly 1,000 people are attending the church. I give all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor to the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, I stand before you to preach the word about the personal prayer life of Jesus Christ. We all want to be like Jesus. We, wa we all likes to be like Jesus in his holiness, in his love the way he lived. Today in the Christendom, there are two types of Christians. One are churchians, another one are Christians. I believe we, are all, we all are Christians, but not churchians. We are following Christ, but not the church. If we follow the Christ, we need to follow the life he has showed to us. He lived holy, he lived righteous, and he proved himself that he is the embodiment of love. He did what his father commanded him to do, even in the critical situation the day before crucifixion. How Jesus could able to do all things that God commanded him to do, much against to the temptations of this world, is only through prayer. If we see the life of Jesus, how he spent his life in prayer, being a divine, being God, fully God, and having the power to do anything, yet he spent his time, days and nights in prayer. If we see in the Bible, Jesus prayed a lot, 
and preached the people to pray a lot. If we see in the Bible, the gospel, Luke chapter 18 and verse 1, Jesus taught, we should pray without frustration how a widow continuously asked the unjust judge and received his, her help. So, Jesus told us to pray without frustration. And also Jesus clearly advised his disciples, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. We are being tempted in this world. The world is filled with the sinful lusts. But we need to live holy and live according to Christ Jesus, how he lived. If we want to live like Jesus, we, want, we should pray like Jesus. We should have the Christly prayer life. If we see the life of Jesus, how he prayed, many a times we can see in the Bible, Jesus, Jesus himself withdrew from his, from his disciples and he went alone to wilderness to pray. If we see in Luke chapter 5 and verse 16, and he withdrew himself into wilderness and prayed. If you see Matthew chapter 12, sorry, Matthew chapter 14 and 23, and Mark chapter 6 and 46, it says, Jesus went alone to mountain for prayer. If we see Luke chapter 6 and verse 12, we can see that Jesus prayed all the night, all the night. Why Jesus has to pray like that? Jesus showed us the way, the life we need to lead. If we are not churchians, if we are Christians, we should imitate, we should copy the prayer life of Jesus. I want to quote a wonderful saying of Reverend D.L. Moody, one of the great men of God in this world. D.L. Moody said, Prayer will make a man to cease from sin, and sin will entice a man to cease from prayer. Prayer will make a man to cease from sin, and sin will entice a man to cease from prayer. That means if we pray, God helps us not to sin. If we sin, Satan helps us not to pray. We, want, we don't want Satan's help to stop our prayer. We want God's help to stop sinning and keep praying. Today, if we see the world, the world, the people in this world concentrating more and more and doing their best to maintain good physical fitness. Many people giving their time for jogging, for walking, for bicycle, for gym, all things. Why? They want, to link, they want to live long to maintain their body fit. But very few people concentrating on their spiritual fitness. The exercise for the spiritual fitness is prayer. Through prayer, we can live forever and ever. That's why I, I want to share this sermon to you. In my life, in my life, God taught me to pray more. One of the secrets of all the blessings of the, in the ministry, in the social work, as well in the church ministry, is prayer. Through prayer, 
we can move the mountains. God is helping me to pray more and also blessing me to bless my congregation to lead them in prayer. When I, when I was reading the Bible, one word really, really touched me to concentrate on when Jesus asked his disciples, when Jesus asked his disciples just before his crucifixion. If you see in the Matthew chapter 26 and verse 40, and also Mark chapter 14 and verse 37, Jesus said to his disciples, could you not pray for one hour? This word really touched me. Could you not pray for one hour? Could you not pray for one hour? He asked his disciples, could you not pray for one hour? This word made me to think, to meditate, and to preach on prayer. At the time, I heard a wonderful word from Reverend Paul Angichow. Anybody knows him? Reverend Paul Angichow is one of the greatest evangelists and pastor in the world, running the biggest church in the world, having 10 lakhs church congregation every Sunday. 10 lakhs means like thousands, thousands of people are attending to this church every Sunday. He is from South Korea. He started his church with very few, maybe like five, five people. Today his church is thousands, thousands of people are gathering every Sunday. He, one of his sermons, he preached that every Christian, if you are really the follower of Christ, as Christ said, can't you pray for one hour? Every Christian should pray at least one hour a day. And every man of God should pray three hours a day. As we are fighting with so many evil spirits and the powers of this world, we need the prayer power. After listening to that, I advised my congregation, try to spend one hour prayer time, your personal prayer time with God. And I and my pastoral team should spend at least three hours at the feet of the Lord. From that moment, I started praying, and my church started praying, and God started blessing our church beyond we think. Why we need to pray for one hour? This is a question. Why we need to pray for one hour? Just five minutes a day is not sufficient? Shall we pray for one hour a day? Why we need to pray for one hour? Yeah. The reason for one hour at least to pray is in our prayer, three things should synchronize. That is body, mind, and soul. We need to worship God, we need to pray God with all these three things. I can tell you, it takes much time to get all these three things joined together in the prayer. Many people pray only with their lips, as Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 23 and verse 13, it says, they praise with their lips, but their hearts are away from me. Many people pray like a poem. They just pray with their lips. But God asks us 
not only with your body but also with your mind think and pray that's why paul said in the book of first corinthians chapter 14 and verse 15 i will pray with my mind i will pray with my mind this praying with the mind is not enough our prayer starts with body later on after some time our mind joins together after that god wants us even your soul also should join with you to pray and the holy spirit god should involve in you that's why paul said in the book of romans chapter 8 and verse 26 and verse 27 it says we do not know what we ought to pray what we ought to pray for but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express that means these three things body mind and spirit should join together in prayer if we see the rocket satellite we we uh, our our scientists sends the satellite to the space to reach the uh, to reach the space the rocket need three chambers for the starting first chamber got lit and it, it goes up after going some distance first chamber totally burnt and the second chamber and then the third chamber after three chambers got burnt the satellite reached the space the satellite reaches the space our prayer should reach to the god by crossing these three things body mind and soul if you see the temple that god asked king solomon to build god gave instruction to king solomon to build his sanctuary in three parts one is court and second one is holy place and third one is the holiest of the holy that means our prayer starts from court enters into the holy place and reaches the holiest of the holy to reach god and receive god's anointing dear brothers and sisters let us check our prayer life is it good in god's sight is it our prayer life is this sufficient is this sufficient our prayer needs three things in our prayer it needs three things one praise two requisitions three worship our prayer is combination of three things one is praises second thing is requisitions what we need to ask and the third thing is the worship these three should involve in prayer how these three things involve in prayer is this one uh, once when i preached this one brother and one sister came to me and said pastor after listening to your sermon i thought of praying for one hour but you know after praying all things within 5 minutes only everything done how can i pray for another 55 minutes i i started praying for one hour and i knelt down and i and i praised god and asking god uh, whatever i need and i prayed and i prayed and i prayed and everything done within 5 minutes what shall i do another 55 minutes he asked then i said okay i will teach you how to pray for one hour i will teach praying is just waiting at the feet of the lord i say prayer is not a one way traffic 
prayer is the two-way traffic. Prayer is, should be done with your mouth as well with your ears. Praying with your mouth and hearing God's counseling with your ears should be done in the prayer. So, I preached seven steps. I, yeah, that's seven steps I'm preaching now. How can I pray for one hour without any boring, without any disturbance? How can I pray for one hour at the feet of the Lord every day? If you do these seven steps, you can spend one hour at the feet of the Lord without any struggle. Sometimes that one hour is not sufficient also to complete the seven steps. The first step in the prayer, the moment we kneel down or we sit or whatever the posture may be, the moment we start praying, the first thing we need to do is, so many people when start praying, oh Father, I'm suffering with severe stomachache, even in the first sentence. We should not put our requisitions in the first step. Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. What, what's the first sentence? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That means what? The first sentence, the first step in our prayer should be filled with the praises. I, I can say one thing, the difference between praises and prayer. Our prayer should be involved, should be filled with praises because prayers trying to reach God, but praises reach bringing God in our midst. Do you, do you catch my point? Prayers trying to reach God, but praises bringing God in our midst. We need to praise God with all our mind, heart, soul, and body so that His presence should come in our midst. So the first and the foremost thing is we should have complete praises in our prayer. We should remember one thing. Why God created you and me? Why God created the people? There are only two types of... Uh, only uh, God created so many things in this world, so many living creatures in this world, but only two living creatures have a great blessing to do their own will. That is, one, angels, and two, human beings. Angels can obey God, and angels can disobey God. Humans can obey God, humans can disobey God. But the entire creation has no option. The entire creation is obeying God. God has given free will to angels and human beings. So from these two uh, cr uh, living creatures, from angels and from human beings, what God expecting? What the angels are doing in heaven? What the angels are doing in heaven day and night? If you see the book of Revelation chapter 4 and verse 8, it says, day and night angels, angels praising God, holy Holy, holy. The only duty, the cherubim and the cherubim there, praising God day and night. And that the same thing God is expecting from you and me to praise, to praise God with all our mind, heart, soul, and body. 
in the first point is the first point is praises you may think that how how long shall i pray if you want to praise if you want to praise god first the thing is you should know what he is in your life if you know what he is in your life automatically praises will come he is jehovah rafa in your life he is jehovah nisi in your life he is jehovah zaira in your life he is the neho jehovah sidkeno in your life when you remember the qualities of god if you remember jehovah zaira lord you are my provider i thank you i praise you if you remember jehovah sidkeno means god is my righteousness if you remember jehovah nisi god you are my banner just remember some titles and there are so many things in bible if we want to praise god god you are the god who gave victory to david against goliath like this remember all the mighty works of god remember all the god's qualities and he, and you explain and you uh, and you worship and you praise god by explaining each and every quality and how he is in your life so the first thing in your life in your prayer is praise him with all with all your heart your mind your soul that's what god expecting from us in the book of hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15 it says god wants the fruit of our lips what is the fruit of our lips prayer so the first step of our prayer is inviting god in our midst through the praises through the praises and the second step and the second step is when god is near to us the second step before we start all our uh, requisitions our heart should be clear with god our heart should be clear with god by by keeping some sins in our heart we cannot pray god wants us to be clear in our mind in our heart that's why psalm 66:18 it says sin in my heart by i cannot my prayer is uh, my prayer won't be accepted if i keep sin in my heart after praises the second thing is forgiveness lord i come before you with all of my sins i don't want to hide anything before you lord please forgive me because there is lot of prayer we need to do but before that let us open ourselves before the lord whatever the transgressions whatever the mistakes whatever the sins we have done i love the word proverbs chapter 8 28 and verse 13 it says in proverbs chapter 28 and verse 13 it says god forgives the one who confesses his sins and repent but he does not forgive the one who hides his sins we should not hide anything a samaritan woman at the well asked jesus give me the living water jesus said bring your husband she said i am not married jesus did not give her the living water at that time when jesus told her you married five husbands 
the one who is having now is not your husband immediately she surrendered immediately she surrendered to jesus and after that she did wonderful ministry she went to each and every house of samaria and he brought all the people to the feet of the lord what jesus wants you and me is surrendering pouring out our hearts at the feet of the lord by confession by confession you know dear brothers we cannot we cannot receive god's grace unless and until we open up our hearts the bible says in matthew chapter 5 and verse 8 jesus clearly said if we are clean in our heart then only we can see the god our heart should be clean cleaning means by confessing everything at the feet of the lord so after praising god the next step is forgiveness for that forgiveness we should meditate lord please speak to me if i did anything against thy will in the last 24 hours please forgive me i love the prayer of king david in the book of psalms psalm number 139 and verse 23 and verse 24 king david asked god to show all his sins that uh, that is having he's asking god we are doing in our heart in our mind in our soul so many sins but lord i want you to show the sins in my heart we have we are very good to see the sins of others we are not that good to see our sins we need to self introspect ourselves in the prayer in three angles one is the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of the world lord teach me if i did any sin in the last 24 hours with my eyes i love the word that job said in the book of job chapter 31 and verse 1 he said i made a covenant with my eyes i made a covenant with my eyes not to see a woman with a lustful thoughts we should ask god lord please forgive me if i did anything wrong against thy will in the last 24 hours but with lustful eyes or lust of my flesh or the pride of this world please forgive me this is the prayer we need to do after you praying this if you think that you are clear the immediate thing you need to ask god is pray jesus said to the daughters of jerusalem don't weep for me don't cry for me cry for your children and cry for yourself we need to cry for ourselves and we need to cry for our children by taking the example of job in the book of job chapter 1 and verse 5 every morning job prayed god not only for himself not only for himself he prayed god for the sins of his children for his sons and for his daughters lord please forgive my my daughters my sons sins so we need to ask god the forgiveness not only our forgiveness for our forgiveness but about for our children we don't know what they are doing so the second step is forgiveness what's the first step praises thank you what is the second step asking forgiveness and making our heart clear and the third step we need to do is thanksgiving thanksgiving lord thank you 
for everything you have done in my life. We need to thank God. For the first thing you need to do is, Father, thank you for letting me to pray in this moment. Thank you for letting me to have a life when so many people are dying before me. We should remember all the blessings as David prayed in Psalm 103 and verse 2. We should not forgive. We should not forget all the good things the Lord has done. You remember, you just remember all from all 24 hours what God has done in your journey, with your family, with the work of your hands, whatever. The good things he has done, give him the thanks. That's the third step. And the fourth step is, the most important fourth step is, Lord, you have done so much things in my life. Please tell me. Please tell me, what shall I do for you? Many people are not putting this step in their prayer. This fourth step is very important. What is the fourth step? Lord, please speak to me what you are expecting from me. What shall I do for you? In our prayers, Lord, what you're going to do for me is more. But in our prayers, we should, have, we should ask God, please tell me, what shall I do for you? What shall I give? How can I be utilized in thy ministry? I'm not a pastor. I'm an engineer. I'm a doctor. I'm a teacher. But I want to serve you, Lord. Please let me. Our prayers should be prayers with woes. What, how Hannah prayed? Hannah prayed in the church, Lord, if you give me a child, I will give my child to you. How Jacob prayed, how Jacob prayed, Lord, I am not, I just ran away from my home. The place where I am going, if you give me the daily bread, if you give me the clothes to wear, you will be my God. I will give all my tithes to you. I will, I will build your altar and I will worship you. Our prayers should be the prayers with woes that, Lord, I will do something. Please teach me what shall I do. As, word, as the word of God said in Psalms 116 and 112, sorry, 116 and 12th verse, it says, What shall I return to the Lord for his goodness? What shall I return to the Lord for his goodness? So we, the fourth point is asking God, what shall I do for you? And the fifth point, and the fifth point is requisitions. What you want from God. What you want from God. Lord, I am having this problem. I am having that problem. I am having this problem. I need this. I need that. As Moses prayed in the book of Psalm 90 and verse 17, Moses prayed, Lord, please, the, please bless the work of my hands. Please bless the work of my hands. The fifth point is the list of requisitions we need to ask. And the sixth point is intercessory prayers. If you can do, you can put the intercessory prayers as a fifth point and then your requisitions in the sixth point. Or else, but we are much worrying about our problems, you can put the, uh, your personal requisitions in the fifth point. And the sixth step will be intercessory prayer. Our prayer needs intercessory prayers. We should not end our prayers without praying for others. Jesus very clearly said, pray for others, even pray for your enemies. Pray for your enemies means punish them, Lord, not like that. <laughs> praying, praying for enemies is, 
Bless them, Lord. Forgive them, Lord. Lift them, Lord. Make us peace. We should not close our prayer without intercessory prayers. You know, when Job blessed, when God blessed Job, when he prayed for his friends who made him very painful, who made him very unhappy with their words. Yet, Job prayed for his friends. Then God blessed the prayers of Job. So sixth point is the intercessory prayers. And the final seventh step in our prayers is the worship time. That means you keep quiet and ask God, speak to me what I need to do in this day. Listen to him. Listen to him. You ask God like Samuel in the first Samuel chapter 3 from verse 1 to 10. Samuel said, your servant listening, speak to me, Lord. This is the word you need to do, the final prayer, the final step before you close the prayer. Your servant listening, Lord, please speak, you ask God. So the, if you do all these seven steps, it is very easy to spend one hour at the feet of the Lord. First, praises. Second, forgiveness. Third, thanking God for all his goodness. And Fourth step, asking God, what shall I do for you? Fifth, what all we need, the requisitions we should ask. And the sixth one is, and the sixth one is intercessory prayers, praying for others. And the final seventh one is listening with your spiritual ears to have the counseling. In my prayer, I have been listening from God and doing many things with the vision with the thoughts that God gives me in the final step. So, before I close, my dear brothers and sisters, I request you, in the name of Jesus, please spend, please give God one hour a day, even in the midnight or in the daytime, that doesn't matter. Even Jews, if you take Jews, they pray three times a day. All the Jewish people, they definitely pray three times. If you take Muslims, they pray five times a day. What about Christians? We have no commitment at all. We thought we are praying all time. No. Make a commitment with God. Make a commitment with God. I, I, uh, I prepared one lamination. I think I will put it on, uh, on the desk uh, in the second service. If anybody wants to take, you can take. In that lamination, I wrote, I will never be too tired to break my prayer commitment. My dear sisters and brothers, take a commitment, Lord, from this day onwards, not from tomorrow, from this day onwards, I will pray for one hour. At least I will start praying for half an hour. Make a commitment and ask God, help me to pray, to, to wait at thy feet all through my lifetime. Help me increase my prayer life and bless me to be anointed with your Holy Spirit to do your will. In the name of Jesus, I submit this word to all your hearts. Please receive it. May the Holy Spirit God lead you, bless you to increase your prayer life and receive the blessing beyond you deserve, beyond you think. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Will you all stand? Will you all stand up and bow down our heads and pray before the Lord? I request you to pray for two minutes your personal prayer. 
and make a little commitment and ask God, Father, help me. So far, I have been baptized from the lost. I have baptized 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But my prayer time is like still a baby, baby Christian. Make me a matured Christian. Help me to wait, to wait at your feet at least one hour a day without any, any, any disturbance. Help me, Lord. You ask God. Please make a commitment at the feet of the Lord. You will be blessed with that. Ask God, change my heart. I want to see you. I want to have you in my life. Forgive me and bless me to pray more. Thank you, my Father, for blessing your son and your servant, myself, to stand here and to share the word that your Holy Spirit taught me to preach. Lord, you taught me to pray for some hours at the, your feet to this American churches, to this First Baptist Church. As thy servant, I shared thy word. I requested my, my fellow brothers and sisters to spend one hour at your feet. As you have asked your disciples, can't you pray for one hour? Lord, we are taking it in our life. Whoever made a commitment now, whoever making a commitment now in their hearts to pray one hour a day, to spend one hour at your feet every day, bless that sister, bless that brother, let their commitments be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Let their decisions be blessed. Let their prayer lives be grown. Let them receive your Holy Spirit. Let their lives be transformed into yours. Oh Lord, please bless this word. And please bless this word to be fully manifested in all our lives. And bless us, bless us, and bless us to pray more. Receive your grace more. And bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name. I humbly submit all of us to your holy feet of you, our Father in heaven. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you very much for your listening. God bless you. Draw me close to you. Never let me go Lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm your friend You are my desire No one else will do Nothing else could take your place Feel the warmth of your embrace Help me find the way Bring me back to you 
you guys. Have a great day. Lord bless you.